Welcome back to Leaves Podcast, ahead of World Water Week, running from the 24th to the 28th of August. Joining me today is Catherine Green. Hello, Catherine. Hi, Justine. Catherine is a consultant for LEAF, uh, working on a range of technical, sustainability and policy areas. And today we're going to be taking a closer look at some key water-related issues and trying our best to drill down on how integrated farm management is offering farmers a toolbox of techniques to help them build better and more resilient water management. Catherine, water, my goodness, what a complex and contentious topic from how scarce it's becoming, how we use it, access, manage and protect it. Massive, massive challenges. And what a year it's been for farmers in the UK. We've seen drought to downpours to everything in between. Such extremes back in the winter when it never stopped raining through to the spring and summer where we've had little rainfall for months. Also around the world, we're seeing similar extremes. And we know that water management is a global issue. We also know that solutions have to happen locally. The key challenges and opportunities for farmers basically around how they can produce more food using less water whilst still protecting its quality. So Catherine, I wonder whether we could just start by reminding ourselves that 70% of the world's freshwater withdrawals go to agriculture. So farmers are a significant user of this precious resource. And I was just wondering what you are seeing from farmers on the ground in terms of the environmental positives coming out of the way they are protecting, managing and storing their water. Water is a big challenge and it will continue to be so, I believe, in the future. We've got challenges, as you mentioned, with too much water at times, too little water and also issues with water quality as well. And they're all quite separate issues to deal with. But we need to be, as farmers, resilient and able to deal with any of those contexts. And I think particularly in terms of too little water and too much water, it will become more extremes of those at different times. Let's also remember that as an individual farm business you could experience both of those at different points in the year so being prepared for all of them is going to be really important but there are some fantastic positives that are going on the same water has cycled around our planet for thousands of years and that system naturally has a cleaning process as the water transits through our farming systems and farms can be a really active part in that element too all part of the wider public goods that farmers can provide and also contributing to united nations sustainable development goals for clean water for example so whilst we do use as farmers a significant proportion of our water globally we're also really critical to helping that water system water is also really important for ecosystems and active management of it in an integrated way helps to take into account the ecosystem with the farming system both what linking environment and farming integrated farm management is all about yes some businesses are storing water and in predominantly this is so that they can use water that is available at abundant times for when it's less available and in the meantime they can manage this in a way that is useful for the environment so perhaps providing habitats for different flora and fauna also part of the mental well-being for those that are able to experience that water recreationally for example so a whole range of different things that can be done from a storage capacity protection is really really important 
We'll talk a little bit later, I'm sure, about pollution control and how we can minimise any negative aspects of environmental features that may end up in the water. And that management is absolutely critical. Every drop counts and we need to make sure that we are using it effectively and efficiently, whether it be freely available or much less freely available. As part of our communities, we stand a big responsibility in managing water as well. And farming has always been part of natural flood defences and can continue to do so, making sure that we are working with others in the local community to make sure we play that role. So let's try and put integrated farming management in the spotlight a bit. What does IFM bring to the table in terms of supporting farmers towards more resilient, sustainable water management? So Leafs Integrated Farm Management is a whole farm business approach and that's the same for any resource that we manage, water being a a prime example of that. Naturally, you would look at the water management section of Leafs Integrated Farm Management and see that businesses will have a water management plan. So the water management plan allows them to take a step back and understand where their water comes from, how they might use that and how they could make targets to improve that moving forward. Another really important factor is understanding the local context. So who else is using water in the area? How are the legal and customary rights applicable to you as a business? If you're in a water stressed area and you're using lots of water, is there different ways you can manage your business to make that impact less on the local environment and the local communities? Or how could you manage drainage and ditches uh, and your building areas to make sure that you're separating water systems to keep different dirty water separate from clean water so we're not having more dirty water than we need to when correctly managing any dirty water systems? There are some farm businesses who are using irrigation and many of them are highly technical in how they go about ensuring efficient management of irrigation, perhaps using sensors to ensure that they're only irrigating when it's absolutely necessary. Some businesses are irrigating at night, for example, when evaporation is less and therefore less water is wasted. Wasted being a challenging word because if it's evaporated, it's inevitably going back into the water cycle, so still being used elsewhere, but perhaps not for that purpose intended by the farmer initially. But alongside many of those areas of water management, actually the resource of water is influenced by our management across different areas of integrated farm management. Let's look at soil management. We are encouraging farmers through integrated farm management to build up their soil organic matter and that allows farmers to preserve more moisture within the soil, which allows it to be available for a longer period of time after a rainfall event, thus available to a crop for longer and potentially limiting the need or reducing the need for successive irrigations, for example, or equally as weather events become more infrequent, potentially reducing the challenges that that presents. Cropping plans and cropping rotations can vary depending on local uh, water availability and it's really important that they're taken into consideration. Also lots of training and ensuring that your staff are fully aware of nutrient applications and maintenance of equipment that might be used for fertilizers and other similar products that are used to ensure that that product is used effectively and not contaminating any surface or groundwater systems unnecessarily. Then there's various control measures and things like cover cropping uh, and other soil covers can be really beneficial to reducing that flow of water through the environment such that it can be infiltrated and, and be part of soil moisture and get down into the groundwater systems rather than relying on surface water systems where there is naturally a balance between both of those. Looking at crop health and protection for example a big part of this is minimising the environmental impact of any crop protection activities, whether they be chemical, mechanical, biological, etc. And taking that into account, also noting that different techniques can work at different times when there's more or less water available. From a pollution control perspective, this 
is an area where it's really, really important to identify potential pollutants, looking at both diffuse water pollution, such as those that might come about through applications to fields or during operations, and also point source pollution. So there might be risks from fuel oils, from sprays, chemicals, and a whole range of different products that might be on the farm business. All farms and all businesses need to be looking at that uh, in addition to simply farm businesses so we all have a role to play in that and also domestically we have a responsibility for that too we're also taking approaches to minimize waste and any processing such as waste recycling etc can utilize water so we need to be really careful in those areas animal husbandry is a great example of how we can support water management in different areas so careful grazing management can help avoid any damage that there might be to soil which would have an impact on runoff potentially storage of organic material from our livestock and also actually livestock being a really potentially helpful example of protection and management of environmentally sensitive areas to help those particularly watery areas help them be really good for the environment and perhaps considering how nesting birds can best make use of that and also how we cut forage for example. That perhaps brings us on neatly into the landscape and nature area where our management of water as a resource is absolutely critical to how we engage with the local environment. Environmental flows are really important, some species like lots of water some species are much better in less water prevalent areas and managing the environment that you've got to make it effective for the key species on your farm and those that are critical in the local area and those that actually make a farmer enjoy being on their farm are really really important understanding that in the context of the water environment you've got can allow the water system to work more effectively but also your biodiversity areas Perhaps underpinning all of these is the last area of integrated farm management that I'd like to mention here, and that's around organisation and planning. A farm business can only work all together if it's well organised and well planned, and that's where an integrated farm management policy comes in to play. It includes efficiency and justified use of water alongside other resources, and also considering uh, how you might use water differently if you change your system, for example, in the purchasing and design of new equipment and new buildings. Also within the organisation and planning is how you engage with the local community, So some businesses may be perceived to be using large amounts of water and uh, an active and open engagement with the community can allow them to bring any issues that they may have to be resolved and discussed and be open with the community about how that might work and how you might be able to support others if there are challenges. Always being open is something that we would encourage our integrated farm management businesses to be because it allows them to engage and learn from others in the area. Collaboration can also be a really, really good thing to do from a water perspective as well as biodiversity. There may be ways of getting together with other farmers to manage water flows through the area, to manage how you store water, or even to look at how you can potentially trade water depending on the local legislation. So a whole range of different things that integrated farm management is absolutely at the core of in terms of how we can manage water for more resilient water systems in the future. Thank you for that very comprehensive uh, overview, Catherine. Rising global temperatures and extreme shifts in weather patterns due to climate change are being experienced literally across the globe. And LEAF works in 27 countries currently. Is integrated farm management applicable to, say, a farmer in Cornwall as they are to one in Kenya? Absolutely. The principles are there. We need to have site-specific management of what you've got, understanding where you are working, the context that you're working within what you're trying to achieve and how you make targets around that are really really important but equally making every drop count is 
going to be increasingly applicable everywhere in the world. There are specific measures to avoid water contamination or pollution. They may vary depending on the specific location, as with any area of integrated farm management. So, for example, accuracy in water use for plant protection product dilution or irrigation scheduling will be applicable in many different settings. They will also actively learn from each other in these situations. And I think this is one of the really good things about integrated farm management is we're encouraging people to learn from others. So in Kenya, for example, there may well be examples of really efficient irrigation systems that we can learn from in other parts of the UK and vice versa, different ways of supporting water, particularly where water has perhaps been a a bigger challenge for a longer period of time they will have made more developments potentially in that area that we can look and see whether they would fit into a context in the UK. I think it's also important to remember that whilst there will be similarities there will also be differences with how farms operate for example in Cornwall and Kenya but there's also worth mentioning that there will be differences in how farm businesses in different areas of Kenya will operate as well and there will be some engagement that they could have as well over there and we could have over here to see that the site-specific nature is allowed to be implemented effectively with an integrated farm management. So site specificity can be as specific as different areas of a glasshouse operating in different ways due to the aspect, due to um, how much shade they have, etc. Or at those different scales of between Kenya and Cornwall. So really significant different things that could have an influence. But the whole farm business approach of integrated farm management can also put farmers on a stronger footing for resilience to extreme weather conditions, which are increasingly occurring all around the world. And we have a real opportunity to learn together to be more resilient to those. And if we could just conclude by taking a a bit of a crystal ball moment, reflecting on how you see IFM as an approach having to adapt and whether farmers, for example, will be growing different crops in order to address water issues and what this may mean for consumer expectation. I think we will see some variation in the crops that are grown, perhaps more so around different varieties that are developed to cope better with some changing water situations that there are. What it'll mean for consumers will be interesting to see how that evolves. There may well be some changes. It may well be that as a result of these different varieties, we get some real bonuses in terms of taste difference, for example. It may well be that we get the opportunity to experience a wider variety of crops where they are more effective to be grown in different places. It may be that consumers don't notice so much if they are happy to take their food products from any part of the world rather than looking at local sourcing. Uh, So that may well change. For example, as one area becomes water stressed, we may still be able to access a product that was previously grown in that area, but it's moved to its location to somewhere else. So we'll be really interesting to see how that does evolve. I think there's no one silver bullet in any of these areas of sustainability and environmental responsibility, as there isn't in many different facets. But marginal gains is going to be a really important part here. There's going to be a huge number of different things, different technological changes, different research that comes to the fore that we're able to look into. And for example, some of those might be about sensors to better interpret what we have from a water perspective and therefore being able to support the decisions. I don't believe technology will ever replace the need for human intervention in our cropping systems, but it will support the decision making that is there. And that 
is where site specificity of integrated farm management comes to the fore again. And I think that will continue to be a really big part of it. I don't see the framework of integrated farm management needing to adapt so much, but I do think that the actual attention to detail and the opportunities within the management and implementation, the monitoring and reviewing will continue to adapt to make sure that we are able to take up those options as farmers. And also remembering that farmers are great innovators themselves and will be well placed to work with research and commercial organisations to be part of the changes for those solutions in the years to come. We can't say that there was a one moment in time where water management became suddenly uh, more effective for farmers and that's I believe how it will continue to be in the future. We'll use marginal gains where different sectors, different crops potentially will be managed in different ways over a period of time to improve our water management. But I think it's also really really worth remembering that farmers are part of the solution. Our water system has always relied on how it transits through the natural environment and farmers operate very closely with that and we will be part of the solution to how we continue to have clean water in the future. Thank you, Catherine. An absolute privilege to get your wisdom around water today. A reminder that World Water Week takes place from the 24th to the 28th of August. And to delve deeper into Leaf's work around water management, do take a look at our technical guide, Simply Sustainable Water, which you can download from our website, leafuk.org. A great starting point on some practical ways to manage water quality from integrated farm management perspective and also our new water information sheet which delves much deeper into the nuts and bolts of what leaf farmers are doing to manage water more wisely through integrated farm management. Catherine thank you again for chatting to us today and sharing your water wisdom and as always to Sam Conway for editing our podcasts and making us sound so sweet. 